Welcome to TA1, everything you want to know about adventure racing, and then some. I'm your host, the legendary Randy Erickson, and I have my uh, legendary co-host, Jimmy Lee, sitting on my shoulder, so that will be the noise you hear, like that. So, a uh, short introduction today, since we have a two-part um, podcast. For part one, um, actually, two racers from Team Technu. We have... Um, Abby Broughton, who is going to be the uh, first one, and then Jason Popolski will uh, be our second interview, and there will be a little musical interlude in between the two, so I uh, hope you enjoy the podcast, they're great people to talk to, um, interesting story, so um, uh, go fast, take chances, enjoy. So, so... Uh, this, I'll, and I'll ask you a few questions, so, but this will just be real short. So what was, you, what was your guys' plan to, for the start of the race? Um, well, we knew everyone was going to be going in different directions, so um, I think we decided to get the, the mill over with, um, get up the hill, um, get through the mill, and then um, get back through town. We found a little back lane that we took that was a little maybe seemed to be a little shortcut <laughs> um, up to the mill. Then we got back to town, um, decided to go, go get our, our gold nugget. Um, and then once we got our gold nugget and a little core sample from the, from the mill, we had to go trade those in at various old buildings, the saloon and uh, the general store. We had to trade those in and those uh, qualified as our checkpoints. Um, and then there was one more checkpoint that was on the opposite side of, of town. So we just booked it out to there and then hopped on our bikes. So, <clears throat> perfect. So I know the answer to this question, but do you guys drink tea or whiskey? <laughs> we went for the tea, seeing okay. it was only about uh, 9 in the morning and just getting started. <laughs> well, um, you probably heard that the Wind, the, the Wind River Country team they each took three shots. I was I saw that on the video. I was pretty impressed. <laughs> that, that's that's daring. <laughs> it is so perfect. That's just what I needed, and then I'm gonna have Jason do it. Then because we got like 13 basically episodes. So oh cool. Yeah, it's kind of a new channel, guys, doing. So we'll see how it how it works out. But uh-huh. uh, so all right, on with the podcast. All right. So and and this is gonna sound a lot like what we just did, but. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, um, how did how did you become a tech new, a tech night, tech whatever they are, whatever you are? <laughs> uh, it's a good question. Um, basically, Jason and I are relatively new to adventure racing, um, but we both have you know history as athletes. And basically, over the fa- over the past three or four years, we've kind of fallen in love with the sport and. Uh, decided after last year we we felt like we found a groove last year and started winning some races and as a two-person team and we're like 
okay, we need to figure out how to find teammates and how to afford this sport. <laughs> yep. And um, we had met Kyle Peter at uh, USARA Nationals in 2012 um, and chatted with him a little bit, and I was really impressed with um, how just nice and approachable he was and really interested in growing the sport. And um, he said, hey, you know, if you ever have any questions – just email me or find me on Facebook. And so at the end of last year, um, I was like, you know, I think I'm going to ask Kyle Peter some questions. He seemed really nice and, and, uh, he knows a lot. So I emailed him. Uh, he says I email him with the, the $2 million questions, which is how do I find teammates and how do I afford this or how do I find sponsorship? And, yep. and, uh, so he was really nice, wrote me a really nice response. And, um, and we kept that was kind of it for then and then uh we kept looking around for teammates and was having a hard time finding um a good combo and and then out of the blue in january kyle emailed us and said like hey you know we might be looking for a couple more teammates um i don't know much about you guys but you know who are you and <laughs> maybe we could give this a try so, of course, Jason and I were like, okay, like, <laughs> we, we wanted to step things up a notch, but we weren't expecting up this much of a notch. So it's, it's, it was a really awesome surprise. And so from, from there, we just really went for it with our training. And um, we went and did a training race in the beginning of March uh, with Kyle and Garrett and Emily Korsh came out uh, from Missouri and within three hours of the race, I, I went over the handlebars and broke my collarbone. So <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a rough start. Yeah. Uh, and then we decided, uh, May 10th to do the dawn to dusk in Santa Barbara and, um, did that and had a good race together and decided to go for a cowboy tough. Yeah. Well, cool. I mean, that's kind of, uh, you're stepping up into the major leagues. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so you're you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere, sort of like we are. Is there? Mm -hmm. any, do you have any other racers around you at all, or is it just you two basically? Uh, well, I know there's some racers in Boise, but that's six hours from us, and yeah. um, really, we haven't been able to find any other racers, even from the Jackson Hole area. I know they're out there, but I haven't found anyone, and uh, we. We basically decided this year um, to host our own race because we know there's so many talented athletes in this area who do all different kinds of sports. And we were just like, people around here are just like meant to be adventure racing. So <laughs> we we hosted our own uh, six and 13 hour race back in June. And that was really fun. So there, there are adventure racers out here now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's it's hard to hard to find them and get them and as like you said it's it's can be a daunting sport you know people look at it and see what it is and then you know even money wise it can be you know if if you haven't been in adventure or you know an outdoors person forever and you had to buy all that stuff i mean that'd be kind of a, a yeah. uh, lock on the door so to speak yeah definitely <laughs> well what was what was your background before you started racing um, I, I was a competitive rower, um, on the, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> go ahead and then, and yeah. then I'll, I, 
I'll explain. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I uh, I started rowing in college and and loved it so much that I moved to Seattle and lived there for about six years and trained competitively and rode for the U.S. team a few years and started to get pretty burnt out um, heading into the 2012 Olympics. I, w- I was on the fence and and uh, one of my rowing teammates, um, her older sister is on the world, or she's a world orienteering champion. And and I was like, what's orienteering? And she explained it to me. And I did a few orienteering meets in Seattle and really liked it. And and then uh, heard about adventure racing through that and said, hey, Jason, you want to do this thing with me? <laughs> and uh, so we gave one, gave one a try. And, and that was it pretty much. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if you've listened to the podcasts, and if you haven't, shame on you, but that's okay. <laughs> I have listened to some, yeah, for okay. sure. What I am finding is a lot of really good adventure racers are coming from a water background, sailing, <laughs> kayaking, you know, ocean lifeguards, and now rowing. So it's it's really interesting. And my theory and, you know, what I, what I pass along is people that come from a water background are used to making decisions every second i mean you just have to in the water and you can't ever stop to think about it so they're so used to doing that that when they move to adventure racing it's really easy because <laughs> i mean you're making decisions all day long yeah. in an adventure race so yeah um, so well so i just find that very humorous that you're from a water background also <laughs> yeah i i wish that rowing technique translated more easily to uh, kayaking technique because yeah. <laughs> I have a lot to work on there. To yeah. So have you done a race yet in a Tomcat Air Inflatable? Um, I'm, I think I'm, just like short little uh, short little whitewater sections of races, but never okay. like actually having to do distance. That's my, I always like to post pictures of it to give adventure racers nightmares, but, yeah. but that's just the kind of person I am. Um, <laughs> Well, you guys are into row gaining. Are you going to come to, over to the World Championships, row gain World Championships next month? We're actually going to be doing Expedition Idaho. Okay. So that's even we'll, closer to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be doing that with uh, with Jenny McNeil and Tom Ambrose, who live okay. up in Spokane. So. Yeah, they were um, my wife's teammates two years ago when she got hurt. So. Oh yeah. So say hi for us i will <laughs> so what's your your goal now in adventure racing i mean you've kind of okay you've made it onto the team and you've done a you've done a big race and done well so what's your what's your ultimate goal ah good question um i definitely think it'd be fun to keep progressing and and uh you know become more competitive um you know i think a good goal would be to be racing at a world at least the world series and then you know into the world championships within you know a couple years um i think that'd be a good goal for us and uh, i also want to just keep it fun too um just you know having trained so seriously with rowing and getting burned out i i uh i want to keep this sport really fun and and uh just connecting with people and being a good teammate. It's all, all stuff that I like to prioritize. So, Yeah, that makes sense. So, well, that's always one of my questions now. Since you've had that, you know, basically a world-class 
training stuff. Are you are you a trainer or are you a go out and just hammer on yourself all day? <laughs> uh, well, it's been interesting to try to transition from from my rowing background where we did have really rigid schedules and you know you have to do this workout at this percentage and and for this long and it was very spelled out and uh so that's what i'm i'm used to and um when we decided to you know train for racing with tech new um that's kind of what i felt like i should do but then i realized that um i ended up having a lot more fun and wanted to do my training more when it was you know a little more up in the air but uh i'd say you know jason and i do the majority of our training together and and uh we have a rough guideline, you know, like we want to do, um, you know, this many hours of biking a week and this many hours of running and this many hours of paddling and, and, uh, you know, throw in some other fun stuff in there, but, um, it's pretty, it's pretty loose. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, uh, not a slave to the heart monitor anymore, are you? No, every once in a while I'll break it out, but, but mostly I don't. <laughs> yeah. No, I can, I can, I can understand that. You know, I, I raced for 30 years and what, when I sort of quit to start filming stuff and I don't miss it, I still like to train. Yeah. So that's, that's my, that's but my train. Yeah. My training now is, you know, six, eight hours just on my feet, carrying the backpack and wandering around. So yeah, that totally counts. <laughs> well, it's like, it's what I'm doing. So that's, it's very specific training for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, let's, um, Let's talk a little bit about Cowboy Tough because I want to know uh, what it was like because you guys went hard. I mean, were, yeah. d- did you expect to be going that hard? I mean, well, let's just say this way. Did you guys know or plan on doing as well as you did or were you looking at it as more let's uh, see how this works out? Uh, well, we definitely came into it like we're we're trying to win this thing. You know, there yeah. was no, no question there. Um but it, I guess we were expecting a little more expedition style. And uh, so, you know, the initial pace, I remember when we started at South Pace City, um, we were running pretty fast. And I'm like, whoa, okay, my lungs are burning. And, you know, we have all day ahead of us. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I, I guess I, I wasn't expecting the pace to be quite so hard. Um, but because we got so much rest at the end of the day, you know, it worked out. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a little bit of a, a combination of, (laughs) of, uh, wow, this is, this is really hard, but like we got recovery at the end of the day. So it'd be interesting to, you know, do another race with those guys and see what the, the pace is like when you know you're going to be going all night and. Yeah. A little less of a stage racey, uh, and more, yeah, strictly expedition, but, um, in that way, well, and you'll get that, you know, in Idaho. So yeah, definitely. (laughs) So, but, um, do you think it was probably a good way to, you know, break into your first multi-day race? Yeah. I mean, we, Jason and I did Cowboy Tough last year as a two-person team and, uh, and, you know, we, I think we ended up getting maybe nine hours total sleep last year. And, uh, so, and we were pretty wrecked after even just that. So, (laughs) um, but I, yeah, I'd say it was, it was definitely a good experience, um, 
to feel what it's like to go at that more sprint pace um, with those guys and, and, you know, have that, have that time to recover um, and also just really learn from Mary and Kyle, um, kind of using all that time to observe and ask questions. And, and it was nice for sure. Yeah. It, was, it was good. So um, this is, this is the cliche question, but what was your, what was your favorite part of the race? <laughs> and you can't say finish. <laughs> um, let's see. I, I really enjoyed the whole, the whole first day. Uh, was great just getting up into the into the mountains and um, felt like we were we kind of jived right away as a team and we're helping each other out well and having a good time from the beginning and uh, I really loved coming out into Sinks Canyon it was really beautiful mm -hmm. in there and and uh, we were all kind of going on at a nice at a nice pace running downhill and uh I think it was just nice, like having such a fun first day and knowing like, okay, we got, we got a few more days of this and it's going to be fun. It's going to be hard. Um, so really the whole first day, just things coming together and feeling like, okay, we're in this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. So, you know, then the flip side is when was, when was your low point? Cause I mean, pretty much everybody always has at least one low point. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'd say the last day, actually, um, heading out of the last TA, um, mm. even though we had had, you know, a, a good chunk of time to rest, I, I had a hard time sleeping. I was pretty amped up. Um, and so heading onto the, onto the bike leg, we knew we had about a 50 mile bike and we headed out at a pretty, pretty solid pace with Oh, I don't know if that's my connection. Oops, you're breaking up a little bit there. Yeah, hearing some weird noise. <laughs> oh, what you're hearing is that's on my end. Oh. Because I'm actually at work, and it's actually uh -huh. the it's actually the air compressor downstairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yep. So people are used to hearing weird noises in the podcast. Yeah. Um, I talked to Marco this week, and one of my birds was sitting with me, and of course she wanted to go on a screaming fit so yeah hey i don't want to make it too professional These people things interesting yeah people expect that all the time so so um you're saying that the bike started out pretty hammery didn't it i mean that's what i've heard yeah i mean everyone <laughs> everyone was like chatting a lot chatting with each other and in great spirits but like we were also going at a pretty good clip yeah. and uh i was starting to feel um a little bit crashy like getting some um, I had been having like waves of energy, you know, uh, crashing in energy throughout the whole race, but they started to be, to come a little bit closer together. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, by the time we were approaching Casper, I was, I was definitely having a hard time on the Hills and teammates were helping me out, but yeah. made it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how many of the rapids did you swim and how many did you paddle? <laughs> We swam all of them except yeah. for maybe the last little small one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, hey, consistency. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so, I mean, it. Well, you're you probably could have cared less if you swam or paddled. <laughs> I mean, to me, that's where the water background comes into into it. Because, like Paulette, she 
loves the water. She'd have no problem. I don't care for it. I would be screaming like a little boy if I was in her, even though I know it's a whitewater park and it's just like, all it's going to do is spit you through the rapid. Right. So, yeah. I mean, as a rower, I, I always like, we're always, we're on the water, not in it. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, we didn't go in it all that often. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, it was, swimming's not my strong point, but it was, it was definitely fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was good thing. It was a nice hot day. So who cared, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you think that maybe, you know, like you and Jason and, and I guess there's probably a few others or maybe the next, the next generation, you know, <laughs> I, you know, not that, any, not that, you know, Kyle or Mary or anybody, they're not, they're not getting old, but they are, you know, they are the current generation and it's nice right. to know that there is fast, younger strong people that are coming into the sport mm -hmm. so yeah well i mean we're definitely eager to learn and really excited about the sport and you know accumulating all the gear slowly and <laughs> yeah. you know we're, we're certainly invested in it and um and i think you know would love to to travel and see the world via racing if we can yeah. someday and so yeah it's, i'd say we're we're in it for for a while yeah well and then there's i mean my favorite point is the family aspect kind of you know you go to a race and you see everybody you know and it's just i just really enjoy that part of it yeah and that's been you know more and more for us each race and we're starting to get more of a feel for that like yeah. oh it's, it's fun to see everyone every race and know more and more people and yeah exactly so um so since we're gonna this is going to be a two-part two-part episode. Mm -hmm. I just have one more question for you. All and right. well, it's not really a question, but, um, and I'm going to ask him the same thing, but you need to throw Jason under the bus. Give us, give us a good story. <laughs> Cause I'm going to have him give one on you. So, <laughs> uh -oh. oh, geez. Well, gosh, he's a pretty solid, calm, even keeled guy, but, uh, Let's see. I one memory that comes to mind is um, we were racing the USRA Nationals in 2012, which is the only time we've done that race. And mm -hmm. and uh, I was it was in the middle of the night, and you know we're we're used to the mountains out west. They're um, I'd say a little easier to navigate because they're sharper. You know they haven't yep. they they're newer, <laughs> uh -huh. and uh, so we we weren't really used to the navigating and the in the Eastern mountains. And, um, and so basically all we had to do was go down a nice wide flat ridge and we just had to gradually go down it. And, uh, I was starting to feel really tired and, and, um, needed to turn my brain off a little bit. And Jason and I had been kind of working on the navigation together. And, and I said, Hey, Jason, um, can you take over? I just need to be able to follow you for a little while and, and kind of get through this little wall and he's like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And so, you know, maybe about half an hour later, he's like, hmm, this isn't quite looking right. And and so I kind of turned my mind back on, and we looked at the map together, and we had basically done a huge 180 along this big, wide ridge and been, had been traveling exactly the way we had come from. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So that was when we learned that we need to use the compass a little more than we were. So, <laughs> so. well, that's not that's not so bad if that's, if that's your worst story. Um, of course, then I always say that was the last one, but I have one more question. What's what are you guys you doing Idaho? Anything else then this year? Um, yeah, we're we're gonna do the the Bendar the um, okay. race that the Yoga Slackers put on in September, and I'm hoping to do the the NARS the North American Championships okay. in North yep. Dakota. Yep. So you gotta you gotta hit the ones that are relatively close to you. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, I'll be I'll be there because that's only like three hours. Yeah, that's close for you. Or maybe it's five hours, just like Casper. <laughs> but we'll see. So, but so cool. Um, well, appreciate it. I appreciate uh, both our little projects that we did, and then, then that'll confuse people that because they won't hear the first part. So. Okay. <laughs> So, um, you know what we say, everybody, go fast, take chances. And uh, thanks, Abby. I do. Thanks for having me. Okay. We'll uh, see you down the road sometime. Okay. All thanks, right. Man. Bye. Bye. It's been a hard day's night, and I've been working like a dog. It's been a hard day's night. I should be sleeping. That's me, Randy. That's I hear you. Yeah, it sounds really good. That, that's weird. Yeah, no, I don't have my video on, so you don't get to see my pretty face. <laughs> um, yeah, it said it's trying to call in Skype. Well, I see. I see a picture of you. Oh, well, let's see.
Yeah, I don't know what happened. It just came up on Facebook. Yeah. Okay. There. Hey, look we're, how handsome we are. Yeah, that is really weird. So, hey, but we made it. <laughs> yeah, we made it. Thanks, Randy. Yeah. Good to see you. You too. Um, so, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Just been doing a lot of relaxing and uh, just getting settled in at home. So, doing good. So, um, all right. I'm going to ask you the hard question first. So, all right. Um, so, I tried to get Abby to throw you under the bus a little bit, and tell a good story. And the worst thing she could come up about you is you got you got them lost. You guys got lost a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a better story than that about her yeah you would think so but you're not supposed to put your partner under the bus it's well, just no, that's bad who, etiquette i think that's who you're supposed to put under the bus so yeah i guess so all right um so you're look, you're looking for a story yeah that's just your, your... it could be a good story <laughs> well let me think let me think about that and let's okay let's, uh go on to another question we'll go on to the other question so um gee we i don't know if we covered everything already but nice talking to you <laughs> yeah so how did um so you guys did a two-person at cowboy tough last year what's what's the difference between two and four or was there any other than you guys probably went a little faster this year oh we went way faster <laughs> for sure and there's there's a big difference i mean we've just raced two-person for this is our fourth year now and um <clears throat> and it's just a totally different dynamic and of course with tech new i mean they want to win they want to go fast and uh we trained hard for that and uh and i think last year was just kind of a learning experience for us it was our first expedition and we just wanted to kind of learn the ropes of that length of a race because we've done a lot of 36 hour a lot of 24 and uh so we we didn't go in it with too many expectations. Yeah. So, um, so was it uh, harder than you expected? I mean, I know you guys raced together once, but you know, um, Abby said it was it was fast for her to start it when you started out. How about for you? Is it what you expected? Um, yeah, I think so. I think it was. I knew we were going to go for it, and luckily, it was nice. We worked really hard during the day. And we got some rest time at night. As you know, it was yeah. more kind of a stage race for us. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to recover because it's definitely a faster pace than we had gone in, a pa in the past. So yeah. it, it was fun. Yeah. Is that sort kind of hard, though, to to get the rest? I mean, sometimes for me, it's it's better just to keep going. I mean, although you guys were getting quite a bit of rest, but I mean, it, yeah. Um, you know, and I know some people are kind of slow starters in the morning. So, is it is it hard to get going again? No, I'm usually so amped up <laughs> that uh, I have no problem, and I sleep pretty well, luckily. Um, so I I know, and Abby has trouble sleeping, and sometimes that affects her the next day. But I I always feel so motivated by morning that I can get ready pretty quick. So that's super helpful. Yeah, so um, being your first, well, you guys did the the Dusk to Dawn, but so your first expedition race, how are your transitions? Because, I mean, that's a lot, that can be a lot of time um, lost there. You know, in really good teams, if you watch them in transitions, they're just constantly talking and letting each other know. So 
I mean, was, is, is that where you guys are at already or was it a little bit more, what are you doing? Um, no, that was, that was definitely a focus. And ever since we knew we were going to race with Kyle and Garrett and Mary, we, we knew we had to work on that because our transitions haven't always been so good. As you know, you learn over mm -hmm. time what you need. And, uh, but I feel like we were as dialed in as we possibly could for this race. And I felt like we didn't, um, really slow any of the other team members down. So I, I thought it went pretty well as far as transitions. Is, is, Letting the letting the team down is that something you were were thinking about? And you know, you know, you're racing with what the number three team in the world. Oh, you don't want to be the weak link, yeah. do you? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. And of course, that was um, on our minds. I think all the pressure that was on us was um, pressure we caused on ourselves because they were Mary and Kyle are awesome, and mm -hmm. they they never really. Um, pushed us in a way like come on we got to keep going strong we got to stay ahead of Columbia it was more like it's another day and we got to do the work and we went out and we did it and um, so I did feel pressured but it was all on me all created by myself I think so well that that's so, for sure that's the good and the bad sometimes I think you know because you probably put more pressure on yourself than anybody else would anyway Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So what was your, um, what did you really, what was your favorite part of the, of the race? Um, let's see. Well, I, I love the mountains. So the whole first day was, um, a bonus. I, I mean, the higher we got in the winds, the happier I would have been because I, I knew it was going to be somewhat cool temperature in the mountains, and um, I'm used to hiking my bike up hills, and uh, I just feel most comfortable up there. So that was probably my favorite day. Yeah. And, of course, winning is great. And yeah. That was a great bonus. Yeah. <clears throat> I usually say, what was, what was your favorite moment, but you can't pick the finish. So <laughs> um, so when when was your when was Oh, your... yeah. <laughs> That's That'd be what everybody. When was your was your personal down moment, if you had one? Because almost everybody has one at some point. I mean, that's the whole secret to adventure racing is getting through that down. Point. Oh, for sure. Um, I think it was probably a combination of some knee troubles, which I was having pretty early, um, kind of the later half of the sec or the first day, and I thought to myself, like, oh no, is this gonna continue on the whole race am i gonna have four days of pain going downhill and um i got pretty low for sure just at a personal level wondering if i could actually do this and everything turned out great i mean the great thing about adventure racing is you switch up your sports and your muscle groups and and you kind of heal yourself as you go the best you can so that was definitely a down moment, but I got out of it pretty quick. Yeah, I think that's something that that racers know, especially if you've done an ex, uh, expedition. But the the real world doesn't know that in a four day race you could have three or four ups and downs, and it's that. And, but if you know that it's coming, I mean, 
to me, it's like you see, you say, well, okay, I know I'm going to have this point and I'm going to be really miserable for a couple hours or, you know, half a day, but I'll get over it. So you can just get through it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, do you just uh, soldier on or say, oh, it's not going to kill me or I need to go for the team or what do you what do you use to get through it? Well, I'm I'm usually pretty smart about my body, but I definitely did some soldiering on um, the third and the fourth day. Um, it was hard to sit on my bike saddle, and so I had a hundred miles of uh, pretty awful bike travel. <laughs> um, so I, I, I mean, I'm pretty smart with myself, but I did some soldiering for sure. Yeah, well, you just move on. So, um, how did how did you get yeah. into adventure racing uh, well i got into it with abby i was training as a distance runner and i had a race it was canceled and she found the grizzly man in montana mm-hmm. uh, which doesn't go on anymore it was a 12-hour rogaine race and uh we tried that and that was 2011 and after that race we had such a good time and we worked great as a team together and um we were just hooked from then on i think so so your your background was was as a runner yeah but not for very long i mean i ran and trained pretty hard for a year before that but before that i i hadn't been an athlete since i was 16 years old and I'm 36 now, so. So well, so that's. I, I went through quite a stretch where I wasn't wasn't quite into the competition. Well, but were you? I mean, were you out in the mountains? Were you just an outdoors person, or or nothing? Did you come just straight off the couch? Oh no, no, I'm an outdoors person okay. for sure, and I I I've always loved maps, and I could be totally happy just creating my own adventures in the woods. So. Um, so I've o- I've always done that, so that translated really well. Yeah, see, for sure. See, I'm I, this is what I'm finding, and is that there are some racers that can, okay, a lot of racers have come from a water background. Which when I talked to yeah. Abby, I just started laughing. Coming yeah, that's road. what she said. Um, but then there are some like well, even Kyle, um, and my wife just came from being an outdoors person, and do and basically you're doing all that stuff rough, you know roughly but then all of a sudden there's a way you can compete doing that so i think there's a lot of people that are coming at it from that direction too oh sure and it's a it's kind of a new way to create a challenge for yourself i mean it's one thing to go out and go on an adventure but to be challenged in that way with the navigation and with the speed is um can be really rewarding yeah 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 so when you two were racing just the two of you who was who is the primary navigator or what or did you just work um, together we we always kind of work together yeah. sometimes sometimes we trade off we i mean i i, I feel like i sometimes i would be stronger on the bike navigation and she'd be stronger on the trek and so we we'd trade maps then but um i would say we were co-navigators for quite a while so so you did you kind of I mean, you started out together, so you probably just sort of learned together. So, oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we had. It. So, um, so, where do you, where do you want to 
go in the sport with I mean personally and and as a team and I mean what do you, what do you want to be doing next year or in a couple of years Oh good question um well I definitely want to continue to improve I want to I want to dive into the navigation and really work on that and I mean ideally I would like to be top level and go to some world events is my goal yeah. Yeah. so just keep up the training and yeah yeah well I'm gonna go for it yeah I mean we kind of talked with Abby that you guys are sort of the next not age-wise but you're kind of the next generation of adventure racers if, you know you know what I, I mean yeah so yeah definitely um, yeah I mean this is only our only our fourth year and and every year we spend more and more of our time um, trying to dial in this sport. So I feel like uh, we are the next generation for sure. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of pressure. But I'm 36, so I can't last, you know. Well, um, <laughs> well that's all right. It's yeah. fun. It's all fun. Come on, Nathan's like almost 50, so, and he's still got another, he's still doing okay. He's probably got another year or two in him before he collapses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's how it goes with the endurance sports. I feel like you can do it for a while. So, yeah, you we'll just, see what happens. Well, you just get you just get smarter, and and uh, you don't make so many mistakes. Sure. Um, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, what's see? I brought up mistakes. See, I'm kind of ADD with the podcast, so it just jumps all around. Drives some people crazy. Yeah. What's no worries. Oh, I don't. I don't care what you think. <laughs> I do. Good. No, good. Um, good. What's what's the biggest mistake you've ever made in a race? Whether it's you know, I mean, it could be nav or you didn't eat or you forgot something. But is there something that that sticks out? Oh, it, it's always navigation, Randy, for sure. Yeah. I, I feel like we we've done pretty well, Abby and I, in these races, but. It seems like when we lose the most time, it's a navigational error. Yeah. And usually at night, so things to work on. Yeah, and... Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's... Are you learning you just got to slow down a little bit at night? I mean, to me, that... I mean, when I'm out, that's what it is. Yeah, I just, yeah. You just have to slow down, and it, you end up being much faster. Sure. Yeah, yeah and I, I've learned that. I've... I've I always kind of want to jackrabbit through things and go too fast sometimes. So I definitely learned that lesson the past couple of years to take it easy and make sure I know where I am. So yeah, the, it's helping. The, the worst times I have is when I look at a map and think, oh, yeah, I'm here. And then you go and you're like, oh, no, I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> um, well, you know, even when I had Bob Miller on, he's he talked about, going 180 degrees out of the out of the ta so we we all make those mistakes oh yeah, yeah. oh for sure yeah. and that's adventure racing i mean there's a lot that can go awry for yeah. sure yeah it happens to everybody's going to have a bad day every yeah. team is, and, and you just got to get through it so yeah um do you have a favorite piece of gear or clothing or something that you always that you have to have when you race or you kind of just like whatever. Well, no, I mean, I got one of the out there packs. Yep. 
and I love it. I, I mean, I use it for everything. Um, it's such an ideal pack for me, um, for racing. So that's that's on the top of my list. Yeah. Well, Mike will be happy. Yeah, Mike will be happy. To, yeah, <laughs> he'll be happy to hear that. But uh, yeah, it's you know, you go to the race and well, good. He he uh, created a good pack. Yeah, he's uh, there. It's it's kind of funny how many people are wearing that pack, isn't it? You look around and it is. Yeah, it, it's funny. Um, you, did you meet Chris Radcliffe, the photographer that was with me or with the race? Chris. Yeah. Um, anyway, the, I don't think I did during the race. Yeah, we were both uh, rocking the the same pack, the green AS. And, oh yeah. And both of us for four days were constantly grabbing the wrong pack. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and, and they don't, and they really didn't look alike because I got all this crap hanging off mine. But every time we'd we'd go, so. Even the media has, we're into, we're into Mike's packs, so. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of handy little pockets in there, so. And, and everything is where it should be. I mean, you reach sure. down and, and it's there, so. Yeah, I um, agree. So what's, uh, what's up for you guys for the rest of the year? I know you're going to go to Idaho. What do you, what do you. Yeah. Um, it's kind of been a little bit under the radar. Now I think it's it's coming up and people are starting to think about it. But um, do you know anything about the course? What the race is going to be like? Um, I know a little bit. I'm I I know the area. I mean, I grew up in northern Idaho, so I'm familiar with those mountains yeah. and um, that area. And I I have some ideas as far as the river sections and the mountains and. Um, we know Dave from last year. We did one of his 24-hour races, and um, so I, I, I kind of have an idea. He's given some clues yeah, for it's, sure. That's uh, that's always kind of nice when you go to an area that, I mean, even if you don't specifically know the area, you know you know what the train's going to be like and, and that kind of stuff. So I think that's a that's kind of a big yeah big help. Um, so I know you guys are going. It is. Um, you think you can give yoga slackers kind of a run for their money at the race? <laughs> well, I mean, we're all going to try our best. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Oh, come and, on. Uh, Talk a little smack on them. <laughs> <laughs> I know you want me to. I can tell. <laughs> but um, I love go. those guys. They're yeah. awesome. And I would, love, I would love to give them a run for their money just, uh, just for fun. But uh, we'll see what happens. I, well, I mean, I'm, we'll... Yeah, I think they'd enjoy that too. So I mean, it, oh, good. <laughs> um, so you guys were pretty much in a race the whole time. Although you got a you you got a lead on day one, and that's you know whenever you have a lead, it's 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 hard for a team to overtake you in a race like that. But did you? I mean, did you enjoy the racing racing? Uh, as far as cowboy tail, yeah, 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 I did, so. I did. It was, I mean, racing with Kyle and Mary. Mary is super strong and really supportive, and and Kyle's the same way. And yeah. um, I, I I enjoyed every day and night for sure with yeah. those guys. Yeah, and yeah. I I feel like it was even though we were leading that first day, I felt like. Columbia was always on our heels, so 
um, there was definitely an aspect of keeping on going fast. Well, still yeah. Still having fun. Yeah, I talked with Marco, and that's what, you know, that was their goal is to just keep pushing. And he, and he, he said, unless you guys made a mistake, they probably, you know, they're not going to be able to make up the time, but people make mistakes all the time in adventure racing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, and that was a that was a great race, and we were really fortunate. Um, every day things went pretty well, so yeah, that's all you could really ask for. Yeah. So, um, anything on your schedule then after? So yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Anything on your schedule after Idaho for this year? Or... It's kind of it's almost getting to the end of the season. Yeah, the we're we're gonna go. It is, but we're going to go to Bend. We wouldn't okay. miss Bend for anything. Yoga Slikers put on a good race there. Yeah. And uh, and we're also going to go to North Dakota in the middle of October um, and do his brother's race yeah. and hopefully f- form a team for that race, a four-person or at least a three. And uh, as far as I know, that's the rest of the season, three more races. Well, that'll you know, that's October. That gets to be... It's funny, right? You know, I'll, it's not that long, and it's the end of the year again. So, even though I'm just, I know, I'm just starting to enjoy summer. <laughs> so, but. I know, and and we live in the Tetons where winter is about seven months. So, yeah. we only our time is limited here too. Yeah, ours is pretty good, except we had this horrendous snowstorm in October last year, like the storm of the century. So. Oh, really? Yeah, like literally we had five feet of snow, and we never get five feet of snow. Oh, my goodness. I I have never seen that much snow in my life, and I've lived here my whole life. So, you know, no power for 10 days and that kind of stuff. So it was – it brought winter early, and I didn't like it. (laughs) So. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah. Well, hopefully you got a break after that at least. Yeah, it it got nice. Well, then I said – Screw it. And I went to Costa Rica for, yeah. th- for three weeks. So Relative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, well, cool. Um, oh, good. Nice. I, th- I think you've got almost exactly the same amount of time as Abby because I didn't want to favor one of you or the other. So. Oh, <laughs> uh, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> I think you guys probably yeah, could handle I, it. I appreciate uh, you having me. Yeah. So, um, hey, it's a bonus, yeah. folks. We're going to say so. uh, go fast, take chances. And um, I guess I'll see you guys in October in North Dakota. So enjoy the rest of your year. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks for having me on, and uh, I'll see you then. Okay. Then. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Bye. Randy.